0: You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Hey guys, it's Roger back at you. You know, the restaurant business is probably the most competitive business out there. And every restaurant needs a great restaurant website. Why? Because it's probably your most powerful marketing tool. It's something that new customers are going to see if they've never come into your restaurant, as well as your repeat loyal customers. It's a competitive advantage. Today, I'm talking with a restaurant website design expert who's going to tell us all the ins and outs about how you can drive new business to your restaurant. How you can increase sales and profits to your restaurant. Now I'm quick to say that in any restaurant or any business for that matter you just can't have too many profit centers. You're not just selling food and beverage folks so stay tuned on all the other ideas on how you can increase revenues. Also social media integration is so important because online reviews and social media are so important to your marketing in your restaurant we're going to talk about all this but before we get to the episode here's a quick message i'd like to thank my friends at bento box for bringing you this episode you know i've always believed that a great restaurant website brings the restaurant experience to life for the guest before they walk in the door so let me tell you about bento box they build beautiful mobile friendly and seo optimized websites specifically for restaurants Best thing is, BentoBox gives you control. You can update menus, promote events, share press, and so much more, all yourself. BentoBox also gives you tools that attract more customers, grow your business, and drive revenue. You can sell gift cards, merchandise, event tickets, even book private events, all with affordable monthly and annual plans. So you got to check out BentoBox. Here's the link. Getbento.com forward slash rock stars. Thanks again to Bento Box. And now on with the episode. Welcome back everyone to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Engaging topics, as you know, that help restaurants build their brands, rock their profits, and deliver amazing guest service experiences. Particularly relevant to this Uh, podcast today. I'm speaking with Mr. Brian Kotlove. He is the COO of a company called Bento Box, and they build beautiful restaurant websites. Welcome, Brian. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really glad you're on the show today because every restaurant needs a website. And although restaurants may already have an existing website, you know, when you run restaurants, you you know, it's very hard for us to take a step back and have an objective look at our business. You know, we get so close to things. There's a thousand details in running restaurants. And I've always believed, I think it's so important that a website for a restaurant actually bring the restaurant experience to life for the customer before they actually walk in the door. And that's what you guys specialize in. Is that correct? That's, uh, that's
1: absolutely right. You know, we, we, we call this oftentimes a digital front door. Um, This is, uh, for I'd say probably 80, 90% of uh, of prospective customers, this is going to be the first interaction that they have with your business. And so uh, you've got to put your best foot forward and you have to give them not just the, the, the information, the address, the hours, the accurate menu, things like that, but you've got to give them a sense of what it's going to be like when they actually step foot in your restaurant, and that's everything you know from visual to the branding. Um, you want them to be able to see the food that you that you prepare, and yeah, get them excited uh, about uh, about what's happening in your establishment because that's ultimately what's going to convert that visitor into a paying customer.
0: Yeah, I mean the restaurant business is probably the most competitive business I've ever been in. So a really strong, uh, you know, well designed website is a competitive advantage. And you're giving your customers compelling reasons to try you if you've never tried that restaurant before. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we talk
1: about it a lot, like you have to own your brand uh, online and people are going to be talking about it and they're going to be finding that information. And if they're finding it, if they're not finding it from your website, they're going to be finding it somewhere else. Um, and that could be on one of the many platforms that have reviews. They've got promotions for your competitors down the street. Um, you want to bring them into uh, your own website where you control the message. Um, from start to finish, and again, it'll just be a a much higher opportunity for you to convert that visitor into a paying customer.
0: Fantastic. Brian, we normally start this show by talking about our guests' past history in the restaurant space, if they've ever worked for restaurants, you know, what their hospitality experience is, and you've got an interesting story. Why don't you tell us all about that? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I've worked in many restaurants uh,
1: before, uh, throughout high school and college, worked at a few, uh, a few Italian restaurants, um, worked at a few American restaurants, um, and, uh, and, and mostly serving a little bit of bartending, though I can't, uh, I can't claim that my bartending is, uh, is very good. Um, but yeah, my, most of my experience actually comes from um, running a food and wine uh, tour company. So uh, I did that for six years uh, after I graduated from college, and we did everything from wine tastings, to market tours, to cooking classes, to corporate events. Um, so it was myself uh, and, and my colleague and um, very small business. A lot, like I'm sure a lot of your listeners out there um, are just starting their restaurants. We just started this uh, sort of with a hope and a dream and a vision. And uh, yeah, did everything from the marketing to uh, taking out the trash to uh, entertaining guests and, and also to building the website. And uh, I can tell you that the challenge of building a website when you're trying to run a small business uh, which takes up, you know, 80 hours of your week, uh, seven days a week, is very, very challenging. Um, I had to try and learn HTML. I had to try and learn CSS, all these things that I didn't know before. And, and, and frankly, uh, <clears throat> the website at the end of the day, it wasn't that great. Uh, it sort of got the job done. But I, know we, I now know that we were missing out on a lot of revenue just because it wasn't designed well. We didn't have the functionality that we needed.
0: You know, you're bringing up a key point here because there are two really critical, uh, well, there's lots of critical pieces to a great website, but two that really jump out at me are mobile-friendly and SEO-optimized. Let's talk about that. Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first one being, well, they're a little bit related. The first one is, is absolutely, it's critical. I mean, it's 2019, you walk out on any street, people are glued to their phones, uh, and, and we actually see from the data from the thousands of restaurant websites uh, that, we, that we manage um, um, over 60% of visitors, um, 60% of visitors uh, to restaurant websites are coming on mobile devices. And that number actually jumps up to 70 to 80% on peak dining time. So like Friday nights, Saturday nights, and on the weekends, mm-hmm. um, um, people are on their mobile phones. So your website absolutely has to be mobile optimized. If it's not, uh, I mean, you're just missing out on so many prospective customers because, hey, you have to meet, you have to meet your customers where they're at and they're on their mobile phones these days. Um, so just sort of a, it's sort of a no brainer in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually ties into search engine optimization um, because um, Google and the other algorithms, they've started prioritizing um, sites that are mobile optimized and mobile friendly. And so that's just one of many factors that are involved in getting your site ranked higher for certain search terms. But your site has to be structured correctly. Um, and a lot of this has to do with the back-end code uh, and the way that it's set up. and So our team has done that. Um, um, we've, you know, optimized these websites so that help specifically for restaurants to make sure that, you know, all the things like your address and your menus are all in the proper format. So that when somebody types in, you know, uh, um, you know, best burger uh, in Manhattan, um, that your site is going to be more likely to rank higher. So yeah, those are two factors that honestly are just sort of table stakes uh, for, for websites these days. And you really can't you really can't ignore them.
0: Now, you've, let me ask you when Bento Box actually started. How old is the company now, and how long have you been doing this?
1: Yeah, so Bento Box is five years old. Uh, it was started by a CEO, co founder. Her name is Crystal Mobayeni. And uh, she is a uh, product uh, and visual designer herself. So she's created uh, many, many websites throughout her career. And uh, it came about because she started working with a few restaurant clients. And realized that they had uh, not only a lot of challenges from a digital perspective, but they actually had a lot of the same challenges. So things like being able to um, um, present their menu oftentimes very complex menus in a very easy, nice, clean visual way that somebody could read on desktop, tablet and mobile. It sounds simple, but it's actually pretty challenging to do. Um, She realized that a lot of restaurants weren't uh, promoting their private events and catering in very effective ways. And as you know very well, and your listeners know, private events and catering, this is high margin business. And this is something that every restaurant owner wants more of. And so if they're not taking advantage of that on their website, then they're missing out on a lot of revenue. So um, those are just two of the examples. Another great one is actually just updating and managing the website. So a lot of these customers that she was working with, um, just to, to change their menu they had to contact somebody send an email wait 48 hours get something back and all they wanted to do was change their burger from 10 dollars to 11. dollars um, and so those are a lot of the challenges that she noticed that um, these restaurants are facing and so decided to start building BentoBox um, as a platform to offer up the tools both on the design side and the back-end management side to give them the the features and functionalities that a restaurant really wants and needs
0: Well, it's funny. No, it's not funny, but it's really interesting that you mentioned that bento box has been in existence about five years. Five years ago, I sold my restaurants and I had the challenge. I was at the mercy of my web designer developer. And when I needed to make changes on the fly, like really quickly, it depended on how long it took for me to get the information to that person. And if they were on vacation or if they were away for the weekend, it's like I was stuck. I couldn't do it. Exactly exactly
1: yeah and and, you know to that point like a a lot of a lot of restaurant owners we talk to they say oh you know it doesn't matter if i change it today i'll get to it next week and and again as we mentioned earlier um you know this is the first point of contact that a lot of prospective customers are 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 learning about your restaurant and they are checking the menu they are going to see what you have and hey if that's special that they're very excited about they made plans they made that reservation they blocked off their friday night they got their friends together to go get that special dish and then they come into your restaurant and that dish you know, was off the menu two weeks ago, that's a really poor experience. That's probably going to lead to either an upset customer, worst case, they're going to leave a bad review. Then all of a sudden you're trying to respond to that review. That's going to hurt your future sales. You know, a little bit of a, an exaggeration, but a scenario like that is not implausible.
0: So let's talk about social integration that, and how this whole thing works and how, yep. you know, I mean, you just mentioned online reviews and social media is so important to marketing for restaurants. So how does Benobox help?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a few integrations um, with, uh, with some of the social platforms out there. So Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, their Google My Business profile, their Foursquare profile. So a couple of things. So when I if I post an event, um, you know, we're doing a wine pairing dinner um, at our restaurant. Maybe we're selling tickets for it. They can do all that very easily on Bento Box. I guarantee even if you're not tech savvy, I can show you in two minutes how you could be able to update, create a beautiful event page on your website. It'll be out there looking great in no time flat and you're selling tickets to that event. But on the back end of what we also let you do is when, once you've posted that event or created that event on your website, you can actually publish it out to your social media. So in just one click, you've got a Facebook post, right? In one click, you've got a new tweet out to your followers. Um, and so it saves you a lot of time. So you don't have to go, oh, update the website and then go, oh, wait, create this thing on my Facebook profile and then go, oh, create a tweet for it. Um, it just saves restaurant owners a lot of time. Um, And then in terms of some of their other social profiles, like their their Facebook account, their Google My Business profile, um, other places where people are getting information about their business, um, we have a product that allows them to push their key data, like their hours, um, some of their events, um, their menu data as well, out to those other platforms. So when you update your menu in BentoBox, it's going to push out that uh, menu data. So it appears beautifully right on your Facebook profile on the nice menus page. It's going to update their Google My Business profile. So when somebody searches on Google Maps and they click on that menu in there, it's going to appear with the exact correct menu on there.
0: Yeah. I'm hearing that this process is simple. I'm getting that impression. So sure. is it just uh, a back end access where you've got sort of a template that makes it really simple? If you want to do this, click here. If you want to, you know, change your menu, click there. Add an event, promote, you know whatever is that how it works yeah, exactly yeah
1: so i mean the key thing the key thing about bento box uh, i think you mentioned at the beginning but just to reiterate all we do is work with the restaurant industry so 100% of our customers are restaurants and so that means we've got people that have all different types of, of of tech savviness um some people are very tech savvy they don't even need our help they can do it all on their own other people um they've uh you know not not too great with technology it's a little bit foreign to them but i guarantee that because we created it just for restaurant owners any one of those people are going to be able to use BentoBox um, very, very easily. So yeah, it's, it's all the tools in the back end are built specifically for restaurant owners and operators. So when they log into the back end, they're going to see some great staff about how their website is performing for them, how much revenue it's generating for them in terms of catering, gift cards, store sales, but things like updating their menu, managing their private events, adding a staff member to the um, um, uh, staff page, um, all those things are just so easy um, and clickable. Uh, They don't have to follow these help guides. They don't have to check an FAQ section on how to do it. And again, all that is because it's built specifically for their industry.
0: You've been growing pretty fast. I mean, I understand you have over 4,000 different concepts that you're working with and 16 different countries, but some really prestigious brands. I know Union Square Hospitality Group jumps out at me, Fairmont Hotels. I mean, credibility plus, Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been very fortunate to have uh, a lot of great names, uh, um, you know, uh, especially when we we're starting out, sort of take a chance on us uh, and and and, uh, and and say, hey, I think what these guys are doing are great. I believe in them, and then obviously that's led into, as you mentioned, over four thousand customers um, across the country and uh, across the world as well. But um, yeah, I, I mean, the the thing is, is that we are providing even even some of the you know the top level, professionally very highly professionalized operations, like you mentioned, like Union Hospitality Group. Like uh, you know, a property like Fairmont Hotels, they were facing the exact same challenges that even the the small mom and pops who were just starting out, or the food truck who's just getting their start uh, were facing, and that they they didn't have centralized operations. Anytime they needed to update it, they had to call somebody who you know may or may not be in or on vacation or available. Um, the backend platform was really difficult to use. They didn't have the tools and the integrations that they needed. So it's it's a challenge that was completely industry wide. And uh and so yeah, you know, we like to say we can serve all 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 types of restaurants, whether you're a top hospitality group or restaurant like Eleven Madison Park, or you are a mom and pop, um, um just getting your start. We're we're available to you and, and, and able to be successful for you.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. So you could be like a leading restaurant chain rocking the country, or you can be yeah. the guy who just opened a food truck in the neighborhood. So you yeah, were Absolutely.
1: Yeah. We've got, we, it's, it's funny. We, um, um, we just, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we have this, uh, we, we, we have this sort of running stat, um, um, in our office that, uh, of the new, the new customer that from the lowest population town in the U S and sort of it's slowly gone down at first, you know, at first, uh, when we started tracking this, there was a population of 400, but just a couple of weeks ago, we signed up um, a customer from population 28 in LB Washington, right? Oh, so, it is a, you know, I'm, I, I, it is probably a one stoplight if that town and they have a restaurant and you know what, they saw the the advantages that Bento Box can bring to them. So even a restaurant in population 28 um, needs a beautiful looking website because I guarantee that even they have people that are you know passing through, looking to see where they can eat, getting excited about what's going to be on the menu um, and want to know all the information.
0: You can't be too big and you can't be too small. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about what you're seeing in terms of restaurant website trends and what has proven to be most effective. When somebody clicks on a website and the page jumps up, is it about moving pictures and videos and sound and flash or is it just simple? I mean, it varies in every case. but I mean, what have you found to be most effective?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, one of the interesting things uh, that, um, that that should probably be a lot, of your resta- maybe a lot of your listeners don't know is that people spend less than 60 seconds on a restaurant website. So, you know, oftentimes uh, when we speak with people like, hey, I want all this stuff on my website. I want to have people, you know, feel like they're like walking into the restaurant and I want a tour of the place and I want all this information. I want every last little detail mm-hmm. on, on, on the website. And, and that's not the angle that you want to take. What you want to do is you want to um, have a website that does things: get people excited about what you're doing. And so that's very visual. So you'll notice that a lot of our websites, they've got, um, you know, they've got great, fo- great photography front and center to get people to say, hey, look, this is the food that I'm serving. This is the ambiance that you can expect. And that really can only be communicated through, um, um, through visual. So photography absolutely is great. Um, videos work as well, though I don't think it's an absolute necessary. Um, But the other thing is that the uh, information has to be communicated simply and quickly. So if I want to find your menu, I shouldn't have to scroll, 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 scroll to try and find it. There should be a button that says, hey, here's how to jump to my menu. If I want to make a reservation or order online, I absolutely should not have to go to another page or click, you know, five times through just to become a paying customer at your restaurant. So all of the things that convert somebody from a visitor into a paying customer should be front and center on desktop, tablet, and mobile. So you can tell if it's a, a, excuse me, a quote unquote bad website if you go to it and you try and become a paying customer either through a reservation, finding the address, finding online ordering, and if you don't see that right when the website loads, that's not great. Um, so we need to make sure that we maximize that uh, under 60 seconds that they're on the website um, from, from a visual standpoint.
0: Okay. Let me ask you about professional photography. Is this a requirement or, I mean, you start working with a client and you notice that the pictures of the food, the resolution isn't great. I mean, do you just at that point say, hold on, let's get somebody in here that really knows how to shoot food. I mean, that's really important, isn't it? yeah absolutely i mean look it, it it depends obviously it depends on the restaurant
1: right and it depends on their budget we know that we're working with restaurants with all different types of budgets and for many people just getting a website for them hey you know they've they're just starting out they're writing checks and right uh you know right? and and they're down to their last few dollars of what they budget or they're already over budget um so so we get it um so a couple options there obviously look, obviously if they can if they can find a professional photographer I think that is, uh, I think that is worth the spend on it. And you don't need to, you don't need to spend a whole lot. This can be, hey, this can be half a day. This can be a couple hundred dollars. All you need is like four or five photos um, that you can use on your website, that you can use in your menus in store, you can use on social media. It doesn't need to be anything uh, um, crazy. Um, the other option, too, is that you can use stock photography that we do help them um, with if they if they need that <clears throat> as sort of a placeholder to get them up and running. We've got this fantastic selection of beautiful stock photography. But ultimately, what we like to see is we like to see restaurants this to their own photography, because obviously, look, you know, it's the type of food that they're making. It's the ambiance that they're promoting for their own restaurant. And we'd want to see that and their customers uh, would want to see that as well. But I think a lot of people say, oh, man, I need to get a photographer. It's going to cost me thousands of dollars, and I need 50 different photos. It's going to take me multiple days. No, they don't need that. They don't need that.
0: Let's describe, or if you can, tell us the process of working with a new client and what the timeline might be from initial contact to a finished website that's up and ready to rock and roll.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So timeline can be, on average, about five to seven weeks but we've launched websites in as little as 10 days. Um, and, and really a lot of it depends on sort of how ready uh, that restaurant is um, and, and how quick they are with in terms of the feedback. So I wanna clarify for your listeners that um, Bento Box, we have a team of project managers and professional designers. So we do all the setup and design for them. Um, so this is not a DIY platform where we're asking the restaurant owner who is fantastic in running restaurants to try and be a graphic designer as well. No, we take on that responsibility. Um, So, um, yeah, so it's about five to seven weeks. um, And so if they're interested, um, what they can do is they can hop on a call with one of our um, one of our reps, get a 20 minute demo, make sure they have all their questions answered that ultimately this is the right solution for them. And then all we need from them are a few things. We need their menu, we need their logo and branding if they have it, um, and then we need any photography. That's it. So we take those things. And what they'll do is they'll fill out a brief survey, less than 10 minutes, and they will jump on a call with our project manager. Um, And so from there. We'll offer we'll show them a few different examples of websites, make sure we're, you know, we're on the right path from a design perspective. That call takes about half hour, 45 minutes. They go back, run the restaurant, and then two to three weeks later, we've got a first draft of the design ready for the review and feedback. Um, and, and that's really it. So all up front, you're looking at about an hour, hour and a half of their time, and then Two weeks later, they've got a design for their approval and feedback. That's really it. And, you know, we'll do a round of revisions or two. Usually we hit the mark from the beginning, but might make a few edits. Um, and then their website's up and running. We train them on the back end and they're good to go.
0: There used to be, and I don't know if this is still um, the case now, but when you sort of shut down an old website and turn on a new one, is there a lag period where the site is down or is it just an instant transition? Yeah, great question.
1: Instant transition uh, is the answer. So uh, they can keep the same domain. So, you know, if I have bryansrestaurant.com um, on my old website and BentoBox builds me a new one, I can absolutely keep bryansrestaurant.com, no problem. Um, so what we'll do is we'll build up that new website on our own servers first um, and then make sure it all looks great and the, um, the owner operator approves it. And then as soon as they say go, we just flip the switch um, and then it transfers over. Uh, um, so anytime I visit
0: Brian'sRestaurant.com, the new website will point up. But yeah, no downtime. Okay. Let's talk about e-commerce because you offer the customer several different options on what they can sell online, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is really critical these days. Like, you know, being able to
1: turn the website, a lot of restaurant owners, they view the website as this cost center. Like, oh, it's this thing that I have to have. Um, It costs me, you know, X number of dollars a month or it costs me, you know, Y number of dollars uh, to, to get it designed. And it's just a cost they really should be viewing it as a potential profit center. Like that website is a place to convert visitors into paying customers, not just through reservations, but things through online ordering, through private event requests, through catering requests, through gift card sales. If you sell t-shirts and hats and mugs in your restaurant, there is absolutely no reason that you shouldn't be selling them on your website, right? It's a place to make money 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, And that, again, that is where all your prospective customers are. So, if they want to spend money there, let them spend money there. So, um, uh, yeah, so there's lots of different ways that restaurants can um, turn their website into a, a revenue uh, generating machine for them. So um, I mentioned just, um, you know, uh, apparel. So gifts, you know, if they're selling T-shirts, hats, barbecue sauces, mugs, whatever they sell in the restaurant, they should sell on their website. Same thing with gift cards. Gift cards are fantastic. It's, you know, it's it's money up front. Um, there's a lot of breakage. A lot of people uh, purchase gift cards, but don't uh, actually redeem them. There's a lot of overage, so you know I send you a gift card for fifty dollars. Chances are you're going to come in and spend eighty, right? Mm -hmm. Gift cards are fantastic. If you sell them in your restaurant, you obviously see the advantage of them. Sell them on your website. I guarantee, you know most people they're buying a birthday gift uh, or Mother's Day gift last minute. They don't want to go into your restaurant. They want to go on your website and uh, and purchase that online. So those are two things. Um, catering and private events uh, as well. As we just talked about earlier, um, as you know very well, these are high margin business and they should absolutely be optimizing those. So we allow restaurants to open up a catering store um, directly on their website. They can sell catering um, trays, platters, whatever they're selling, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's all on brand. The entire checkout experience is on their website. Customer gets a branded email um, um, with the restaurant's logo up top. Um, and then private events. Uh, so making sure that the forms are uh, designed correctly to maximize the number of inquiries uh, is really key. So we actually see restaurants that um, either don't have a private events page or just have an email address, by switching over to BentoBox and having the right forms on there, they get three to four times more inquiries uh, just for private events. And so, you know, as you know, a former restaurant owner, if I said I can get you three to four times more private event requests, like I mean, right there, that's sold. Um, and then we got them some tools to actually manage those as well. So sort of to sum it all up, like, you know, you should absolutely be turning your website into, uh, into a a revenue driving, uh, place for it. It shouldn't be a cost center.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've always been, uh. I throw out a lot of mantras all the time in this business, but you simply cannot have too many profit centers when you're running a restaurant. You're not just selling food and drink. You're selling an experience. You're selling merchandise. Yep. You're selling catering, you know, wherever you can. Online ordering. I mean, these are all additional revenue streams and bento Box yep. makes that possible. It's fantastic. Absolutely. That's cool. OK, let's talk about a less pleasant topic. And unfortunately, there's a lot of lawsuits that have been happening as small business owners, restaurants included. Do you want to tell us about that?
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So most restaurant owners, I imagine, are familiar with uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, um, passed in 1990. Um, and restaurants and, and any physical uh, establishments have to uh, conform to uh, ADA regulations. So they have to have wheelchair ramps and their bathroom doors have to be a certain width and they have to have handrails in the right place. Um, so most restaurant owners are familiar with that. But uh, starting a few years ago, some very enterprising uh, plaintiff's attorneys said that, hey, you know what? We're gonna start um, litigating against restaurants because their websites uh, don't conform to the Americans with Disabilities Act or they're not uh, accessible. And so we've seen uh, since uh, 2017 we've seen this rash of lawsuits um, targeting all types of businesses but restaurants in particular um, for their websites not being accessible um, and unfortunately because these uh, these these firms are just out for a quick settlement um, what we're seeing is that these these uh, cases settle for on average about sixteen thousand wow. um, dollars per lawsuit and, and as you know very well that can that can oftentimes make or break uh, a, a restaurant so yeah, it's a really big problem, um, and, and restaurant owners uh, don't have a lot of solutions, um, and there's a lot of uh, more
0: questions and answers on, on this topic out there, for sure. And there's no real checklist for a restaurant to follow yep. for this, either. Like, you can't simply go to a website and say, this is what you need <laughs> to do. So it's very confusing, but it's a potential pitfall for a restaurant that could end up costing thousands of dollars, attorney's fees. You still yep. have to be compliant and all that sort yep. of thing. So, is it mostly for the visually and the hearing impaired is that is that what's going on
1: yeah um so it's 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 for all different types of disabilities so um you're absolutely right that unfortunately compared in in contrast to the physical establishments where you see pretty um, specific list of requirements from the Department of justice um, with uh, with website accessibility, unfortunately, there have not been official guidelines that have been issued, so it's sort of this legal gray area, and again, these plaintiffs attorneys are are capitalizing on this gray area and um, pumping out these lawsuits that when you read through them, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm surprised even an attorney can understand them because they're very vague. um, And again, they're all geared towards just getting a quick settlement. So um, there are a few uh, um, non-governmental guidelines out there. One of the main ones called WCAG, um, which stands for Web Content Accessibility Guidelines um, that say, hey, these are the guidelines that you need to put in place. Um, on your website to make sure that it's accessible to all people, wanting I mean, visually impaired or hearing impaired. This could be for people with uh, motion impairments, or maybe they're unable to use a mouse or manipulate a mouse correctly. So, lots of different types of uh, of disabilities. So, what BentoBox has done is we've actually hired a um, uh, accessibility consultant, digital accessibility consultant, um, to come in and to do a very, very thorough audit of our platform and our templates. Um, and give the sign off against these WCAG uh, uh, guidelines, and and so we've got a you know letters of conformance that say hey, the bento box platform um, has been certified against WCAG 2.1 level AA is the official certification that we've gotten from our yeah 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 gotcha.
0: so yeah so, so with, I, yeah. I think right. as if I understand this correctly, I mean you need content that's coded so that people can use their yep. screen readers. And then if you've got video on your website, you need captions that the screen reader can pick up. And then you also need drop down menus if people are only using keyboards versus mouses. Correct, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So there's a lot, there's, you know, I could send you the link to the guidelines and just to get, just to go through all of it, it would take you five minutes to scroll down. These guidelines, even the unofficial ones are very complex. Um, and, And so, you know, your, the the bartender's cousin who built your restaurant website, uh, you know, on the fly a couple of years ago for a couple hundred bucks, uh, I guarantee does not know about uh, about website accessibility. It's a very niche area of um, of website development, and so there's these few specialized firms that know how to do this. And so, you know, even uh, a company like Bentobox, who's got very talented developers, we went to the experts and hired an outside consultant to make sure that we were doing this correctly. So, I I caution Uh, any restaurant owner, even the tech savvy ones to try and do this themselves, because this is truly, truly a a, a very detailed, nuanced niche area of of, of development. And they really need to hire some experts um, in order to do this. But yeah, um, a lot of it and a lot of it as well is behind the scenes in the code. It's not something that you and I could go through and manipulate through a regular content management system. Um, It's all in the in the back end.
0: So one of the key goals of our podcast, Brian, is to help restaurant operators run stronger, more profitable businesses, save them the headaches, because there's so many headaches in this business, the unexpected sure. the next corner. So I'm really glad that you've uh, appeared today because you know this is a solution that every restaurant needs, but you've covered all the bases. You've created additional profit centers. You've made it really, really simple for the owner, operator, or manager to get in there and make their own changes to the website. And now you can add so many different e-commerce profit tools that drive business. I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff. Have we missed anything in this conversation that that you'd like to bring forward to the, to our audience about BentoBuy? You know, um, not, not really. I think we've kind of covered everything, but I do just want to, I do just want to reiterate the
1: the importance that, you know, restaurant owners, they spend so much time, they put so much love and care into thinking about how that, how that customer is going to feel when they actually step through their doors. Um, you know, they're they're out there every single day, they're wiping down the menus, they're wiping off the tables, they're mopping the floor, yes. uh, you know, they're cleaning the windows to make sure that the experience in the physical brick and mortar is fantastic. And they just have to remember that the first interaction that the vast majority of their prospective customers are going to have with that business is going to be online. And so the level of care and attention that they put in their physical space. They have to translate that um, into the online and digital space as well. And, and Bento Box is uh, the, the perfect place to get them set up for success there, to have a great experience from that online starting point all the way through the physical establishment.
0: Well you mentioned earlier that you have a free demonstration where someone can literally take a tour of how this will work yep. for their restaurant. And I'm gonna yep. put the link in the show notes to this episode, but I believe the website URL is getbento.com forward slash rockstars, and Bento is spelled B-E-N-T-O, getbento.com forward slash rockstars. Brian, do you have other social media handles that you'd like to tell us where people can follow Bento Box?
1: Uh, Yeah, um, you can. Actually, I need to. um, um, I actually don't remember off the top of my head uh, because I don't manage our social media. uh, What those What those handles are, but we are on we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, uh, we are on Twitter. So whatever uh, one of those platforms, um, if you just type in uh, if you just type in Bento Box, uh, you'll see our little logo that will come up, and uh, you'll see all the great content that we put out. Lots of great tips for uh, restaurant owners, um, um, not just for their website. Um, but for their other, other uh, online experience as well, um, we're constantly putting out some great content for them.
0: Well, this has been a fantastic episode. I think it's tremendous what you guys are doing. So thanks very much for joining us. And once again, go get a free demo, right? You got nothing to lose, but you need a great restaurant website. And we just showed you the provider. Brian, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate your time. Great. Thanks for listening, audience. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Guys, thanks for listening or tuning in and watching the episode. You know, a great restaurant website is just one more system in your restaurant and your restaurant really needs multiple systems to operate on all levels at the highest level of sales and profit speaking of great websites we've just launched our own new website at RestaurantRockstars.com. so if you need anything that'll help you run a more profitable restaurant such as cost controls and profit maximization or maybe staff training and development that builds what I call your dream team staff delivers amazing guest service experiences and it's all about salesmanship that doubles and even triples check averages we've got that too it's called the restaurant rockstars Academy even if you're starting your very first restaurant and you don't know the first thing about what you need to do to start your restaurant the Academy can help it includes all the logistics and everything you need to know to open your doors to the first restaurant or run it profitably and successfully. Even if you're a veteran operator, the Academy is for you. It's cost controls and profit maximization. It's marketing firepower. It's staff training and development. It's efficiencies. It's everything we can do to help you run a more powerful, profitable, and efficient operation. So check it out at restaurantrockstars.com. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. It'll help other owners and managers find us. We really appreciate our audience. If you want to leave us any feedback, please do so. You can also email me, roger, R-O-G-E-R, at restaurantrockstars.com. Give us some ideas on topics you'd like us to cover in the future, and we'll be sure to help deliver on that promise. So thanks again for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.